Welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast counting down everything this week that made you say, What a Time to Be Alive. And now, Patrick Monahan, Kath Barbadoro, and Eli Uden. Folks, welcome to What a Time to Be Alive, the only podcast to cast down things each week that make you say things. That's the title of the podcast. I'm Patrick Monahan. I'm Eli Uden. No Kath. Not today. She's she gone. Got, she got pulled. Into the ocean by uh, the Kraken, and is, yes. uh, we are waiting to hear uh, if, you know, she had a, fortunately she had one of those big diving suits on, one of those old-timey diving suits. Yeah, with and, the big uh, the big porthole head. She yeah. had the porthole helmet. Yeah. She was selling s- seashells by the seashore, and she was pulled by a, a long tentacle into the Mariana Trench. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she gets for hanging out over there. You know, they had yeah. that bloop a while back. That was just like an ice shelf falling off. People thought that mm-hmm. was like a you know Lovecraft thing. Uh, but hey, while Cass is, I was like, Cass said she's like, look, I, I'm gonna go sell some seashells real quick. It's tax season, but I'll be back for the podcast. We said, don't get pulled in the deepest place on earth, the Mariana Trench, and you know now she's got egg on her face. She's At least- down there. You know, Challenger Deep. That's 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 as far yeah. as she can go. Hanging uh, out with all those bony fish. So. <laughs> but we do have a guest. We were able to wrangle somebody. Uh, he is. Okay, I wasn't sure which music we were doing. <laughs> he, he is a comedian. He has a special. He is a bodyguard. Uh, that's right. <laughs> on YouTube, coming out on May 26th. It is called Brain Noise. Please welcome Anthony DeVito. Oh, thank you guys. Uh, thank, thank you, thank you. <laughs> oh man, so, so sorry. <laughs> so sorry for what? For being here? No, 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 no. I'm so sorry to hear about uh, Cat and the oh. Kraken. But oh, yeah. if there's one thing I know about the Kraken, it only takes people who are unpure. Yes. So, um, unfortunately, Cat has been judged correctly. <laughs> Kath has been found wanting. She is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Her heart has been weighed against a feather by Am- the almighty arbiter of justice. <laughs> yeah. This, this, this is a very is... mythology heavy episode. <laughs> this, this is why it's not because of I have Irish skin and I've already had one thing taken off by a dermatologist. Uh, <laughs> that's actually why I don't go to the beach. I can't risk that. I don't, I don't, you know, so I, I try to keep it, you know. Well, yeah, sure. Every time you think about the year you've had. And you think about who you've been for the year, and will yeah. will or won't the kraken take you into the deep black ocean? Yeah, I feel like that is that is truly a very Irish thing to do: is have a doctor tell you you're not allowed to go to the beach. That's <laughs> like oh, no, only fog, only fog and marsh. Yeah, you know. I'm gonna get like some kind of you know. Uh, cassock or something i'm trying to think of what the right <laughs> word is uh yeah i want my and my i immediately grasp for tarp which is very unflattering and unnecessary to do to myself but uh yeah. you're gonna you wear know, one of those things one of the people the things that people in dune wear with the big yes. tall hats just completely yeah. covered in flowing robes <laughs> yeah yeah so that that's that's my plan but Ka- yeah Kath, we, uh assuming you have wi-fi down there uh you know we'll uh we'll, we'll talk to you soon uh but uh you know uh best of luck getting out of there uh, yeah Hit the hit the ballast, and you just should just float up. Not too fast, though. <laughs> Depressurize, because then she'll get the good bounce. luck. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, very nice. Very uh, I hope everyone had all all of. I hope all of our Jewish listeners had a a, a lovely Pesach, remembering the suffering of our people. 
celebrating that with different tastes and juice. herbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and, and I guess I will hope our uh, Christian listeners had a good Easter. I don't know. Are we just uh, we're we're ticking them off here? Who who's that? Who yeah. had a good holiday? Hitting all the holidays. Yeah. Hope you had some terrible chocolate, some awful bunny shaped wax bullshit. I got some Very good. Cho- I got I got good chocolate. My mom sent me some chocolate from a place in Florida that is a uh, a fancy little place. We got some. I got a nice uh, bunny M taken down piece by piece here. So it's uh, it's been nice. Oh, yeah. What's yeah. your method? Where do you start? Uh, well, I just started from the top because it was in like one of the. I didn't want to take it out of the. Uh, one of those like plastic it's like a plastic uh wrapper that's almost like a bag you know what i mean it's not tight around it mm-hmm. so i just was kind of breaking it through the wrapper to not get uh stuff all over my hands and make a mess so i'm, I'm going from the ears <laughs> ears down very tidy yeah very yeah yeah find the the forensic proof way to eat the chocolate bunny no fingerprints that's right no no fibers <laughs> slowly taking it down every time i finish i actually uh because it's sealed i dip it in bleach just so there's no dna evidence on there (laughs) just to be safe again inside the bag that's inside the bag is fine you know that's that's the key thing i'm back in my i'm I'm a home and so i'm back in my like childhood bedroom where it's like just all the decorations here feel like if i like hit my head in an accident and they're trying to like get me to remember who i am they just put me in this room it's like I've got my mic propped up on a Warcraft three box. <laughs> like got my Tekken four in front of me. All my like yeah, they're, my they're... Uh, complete DVD collection of Family Guy. Everything. Hell yeah, me. dude. That's the that's from before it went off the air, I assume, and then before it came back. Or do you According have the box? It's it volume back. two, season three. So okay. if yeah. you remember what oh, I don't sure. remember, I don't remember what part of the arc that was. What part, what phase of the Family Guy cinematic universe? Uh, volume two, season three was right. But. That was when they brought the, the the White Ranger in. I think yeah, that was that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. when Doctor Strange were, arrived. <laughs> Family Guy is almost like a multiverse show because it's their that's their whole thing, right? It was like crazy references. They're like you just be like this is like when Blade was killing my wife, and then they smash cut to Blade <laughs> killing his wife or whatever. Yeah, Blade <laughs> killing Lois, that classic scene. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh no, Lois! It's Blade, the Daywalker. Watch out! Holy crap! Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap! It's Blade the Daywalker. <laughs> Did you see the? Uh, there was there was a headline. It was like um, the way it was phrased was just very funny because it was because it, it was more just like they they set up this show. But the way it was in the variety or something, it's like Seth MacFarlane joins cast of Ted TV show. It's like, well, I hope so because <laughs> <laughs> he's Ted. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, tough way to find out that I didn't get the voice of Ted that I sent yeah. in a self tape for. Yeah, they went what? With, <laughs> they went with the guy who did the voice and also created it, and this way they don't have to pay anybody anything. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. Even he's listed as like consulting producer. He's getting now is, know, Ted, Seth is Ted is Ted in Father Stew? Because because obviously Marky Mark was in Ted, but now he's Father Stew, who's. Uh, Showing everyone apparently that's like a super actually a super religious movie. It's not like a like a you know. Raunchy. What's Father Stew? Father Stew is Mar- Marky Mark plays a priest. He put on a bunch of weight for it. That's the only thing I know about it. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why did the priest have to be big? Well, because he's like a freak and gets up at two a.m. every day and works out or whatever. So I guess they don't need him to be like super jacked. But uh, I don't know. Put a little padding on or something. I don't. He was like drinking glasses of olive oil and stuff. It's like. <sighs> For Father Stew? Okay. <laughs> Why? Yeah. I was like, I no think he just, like, 
he yeah, like yeah. heard this is like what an actor does you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah win an award or something like that he's like i think father Stu should be 300 pounds yeah. you know like yeah. you don't have to do this and he's like <laughs> but christian bale did this <laughs> yeah i mean is it based on a true story is it like a documentary uh let's see uh um, biopic not a documentary father Stu's actually marks yeah sorry but all of his yeah. like latest movies they're all like like vague underdog stories that maybe are true. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like one of them was like the Philadelphia Eagle. Like it's all like <laughs> it's all like these redemptive stories that you're like, I really don't know if this happened or this yeah. is just a figment of his like five thirty AM deadlift mind. Yeah, no, he's got he's got a lot of like bodybuilder ass movies coming out. Just like real yeah, there's a lot of that sort of thing where he's like, oh, I'm the country's in my hands as a uh, it's like <laughs> yeah. a dock worker that gets a gun and saves everybody or whatever. Right. But yeah, so um, he, Father Stu is, is Stuart Long. He was a boxer who became a priest. So this is like the fighter. He should be ripped. Yeah. What the fuck? He's a boxer. This is like the one time you he would make sense if he was all ripped up. Right? Uh, God told him to uh, to uh, <laughs> drop the cardio. Or was he like a butterbean style guy? Yeah, it's like you need to be you need to be able to you need to get blown up in the ring in like thirty <laughs> seconds. That's that's the only way you can what save souls. What's my style of boxing? Butterbean style. Are you familiar? I'm, I'm the guy who weighs three hundred pounds and tries to land one punch to end it all. Yeah. Just so. a power power hitter, power puncher. Yeah, yeah was, was Butterbean did he fight I mean this probably whatever, but I I remember Butterbean fighting Johnny Knoxville. And he does. That's it. Did he fight other real boxers? He's legitimately a good he, boxer. Okay. I think. Yeah, I don't yeah. know about good. I don't think he's like an all-timer, but he's sure. like, yeah. He, they, he they, shattered yeah. Johnny Knoxville's orbital in a department store. That's what you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, they, they also like, brought really him in. Hurt him. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they brought him in uh, in, in WW, what was then WWF. Sure. In the and they had this thing called Brawl for All, which is like mm. they had the wrestlers actually fight each other, and they had a little tournament. And the winner, and, and yeah, and, and the the guy they wanted to win was uh, I forget who, but the guy who won was like Bart Gunn, who was like right. a guy that nobody really gave a shit about, but he was just the best fighter or something. And right. then Butter and WrestleMania, he fought Butterbean, and Butterbean like hit him in the way where it's like, oh, he's dead. Like he, <laughs> like he just kind of like collapsed onto like the lower, like the lower rope. Like you know, yeah. I mean? he fell in a way that if you had any control over your body, you would not fall. And it was yeah. like 30 seconds in and it's like, okay, yeah. so just, yeah. Uh, Jesus. Fucked up the whole scheduling. Like if it was a stand-up show, they'd be like, stretch, stretch. Cause he just exploded his kidney in one punch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah. So as far as I know, that was kind of Butterbean's thing. I'm gonna get corrected if somebody's like a boxer. I would love they're like, like one of those old New York guys, like tits outside of a bodega. Who you know they're always talking about like Rocky Marciano, but there's like yeah. a Butterbean guy. He's like Butterbean was the greatest. <laughs> he was the best. Um, yeah. I think it was like you know that guy. Yeah, like, that, uh, that guy looks like Butterbean. There's no way that guy doesn't look like Butterbean. <laughs> yeah. It's him. Yeah, <laughs> he just has a mustache and a hat on. I mean, where, like, where? that Butterbean was good, huh? <laughs> Where's the Butterbean no movie? affiliation. The beautiful sport. He did, oh, look, to, <laughs> to watch Butterbean move. And, um, and he was so nice to children. <laughs> he was very nice. That doesn't get talked about. He was nice, though. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I think it was like that sort of thing where it was like fighting Butterbean was the closest you could get to fighting like like an actual like anim, like bear, grizzly bear or something. Mm. Where it was just like, you just have to not get hit. Like as soon yeah. as you get hit, it's like you're done for 
Yeah, I mean that yeah. sounds right. I think I feel like I watched a collection of butterbean highlights at some two a.m. YouTube journey that I had. And yeah, it's a lot of just like people like you're like he's dead, <laughs> right? It's all it's all terrifying, and it's like it, it, he got his like th- I would watch a Butterbean movie like a bi- like a biopic about Butterbean. He's from he's from Atlanta, so he uh, he got his start when he was like decking floors and entered something called the Tough Man Contest, which is like <laughs> you know novice boxers who have no more than five sanctioned wins in the past, and they just like so they just like. You know, it's like the thing where they set up a ring in a bar, and he's like, "Oh, right. this guy's like the best guy who's ever done this." Basically, um, <laughs> right. it's just he's like sorry. white Kimbo Slice. Like it's it's fucked up that they, he never fought Kimbo Slice because I feel like that's a, that would be a battle for the ages. Yeah, you know. Yeah, just a hairless bear. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Mr. T. Mr. T. was a was a tough man or uh, uh, guy at one point. Uh, Ken Shamrock, who later became a mm. uh, was a, was a wrestler, wrestler as well. The world's most deadliest man. Oh yeah, yeah. No, Ken Shamrock was in like UFC too. He was, he was like, yeah, big time. And then uh, let's see who else. Uh, Tommy Morrison, Rocky Five, mm. uh, and, uh, retired from boxing under uh, medical circumstances. Um, I mean, don't most people retire from boxing under medical no, circumstances? No, he, 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 uh, he was HIV positive. Yes, yeah. they were like, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> yeah, That's why they made that punch illegal. They were like, no more HIV punch. You guys can't do this anymore. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, let's see. Uh, Somebody named Hardbody Harrison, which doesn't sound like a re- he's he was sentenced to life in prison <laughs> for his part in a sex trafficking and forced labor ring. So, okay. Okay. oh, weird Yeesh. with a name like that. That's not so not so funny anymore. Okay, yeah. Well. Hands on a Hardbody Harrison. So they, you got to see how long you can fight him without peeing, and you can win a truck. Yeah, Did you guys. Only because you mentioned that thing about Butterbean uh, being like a bear. Did you guys ever watch? It was like an old Fox show. It only lasted one season. It's one of my favorite things in the world to talk about. That was called like, uh, I think, I don't know if it was called Man vs. Animal. Yes. That camp- yeah. You remember that? Where they'd measure stuff. They'd be like, how yes. hard does a bear punch? Yeah. Dude, it was great. There was one. It was Kobayashi, famous hot dog eater, versus mm-hmm. a Kodiak bear in a hot dog eating contest and it was so funny they had them they had them in like you know separate they were yeah <laughs> so they were fenced off in like an octagon sort of situation you well, know they the, did it for real usually yeah, they, they did, just did like 3d recreations all right this was like one season on fox there was like a there was a bunch of them but this was like my favorite guy like human being versus an animal so it was, i just remember one of the announcers goes like Ah, I really think uh, the bear will win if he realizes that he's to eat the hot dogs. <laughs> uh, and it, it was great. So it played out with like Kobayashi's like he's killing it, like just going through like his method of like dipping the hot dogs in water, like eating them two at a time. And then the bear is just being a bear like in the other spot. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, the bear sees the hot dogs eats about 70 hot dogs in one second. <laughs> She's looking at him, freaking out, trying to eat as many hot dogs as he can. Man, it was incredible. And, that is, and, yeah, it was, it was amazing. I will be looking that up immediately. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. it's one season on Fox and yeah. uh, beautiful television. I, I thought you were, I thought you were going to say it was like the, the show about like, uh, I don't know if it was like world's most dangerous, but it's like I, the thing I remember is the guy that just gets his ass kicked by a deer. That was like the thing they recreated. And oh, it was man. like one of those things where it's like, wow, you're on TV for saying how a deer kicked your ass. Cause you had like the wrong <laughs> repellent on. Uh, yeah. That, 
I feel like that's a stance I've taken on this podcast. It's, most people get absolutely fucked up by a deer. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's just like, well, I'd have a gun. And I'm like, well, if you didn't, you'd be fucking wrecked. They'd kick <laughs> the shit out of you. Maybe you it know? was called like when animals attack or something. I, I, it was some like mm. sensational, you know, 90s. The 90s had a lot of that, like Rescue 911 and stuff. Like a show that was just about 911 calls. Very, yeah. very strange. <laughs> <strange. laughs> yeah. I've been watching a lot of late night TV because I'm like at my parents' house, you know, and I like cops is all, I don't think this will surprise anyone, but man, cops is hard to watch now. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember people loved it. And I was like, I feel like no matter where you are on the spectrum, like even if you're like a fucking back the blue dude, you have to be like, wow, that he, that's like. You just like threw him into a ditch. <laughs> like, this is definitely not. You're just like beating the shit out of people. Where? That's how you get yeah. them to. They don't want to wear body cams. Just trick them and being like, "We're bringing cops back here. Wear this camera. <laughs> You'll get on the show." Um, yeah, cops yeah. for me like is like a real mark of like growth in a person. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like when I was younger, I used to watch cops and be like hilarious. But I yeah, did try yeah. watching cops. Six months ago, and I was like, this is all very bad. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I was kind of proud of myself that I was like, oh, I'm not the same guy that was like, this is all so funny. These domestic disputes. Yeah. This is great. It was like, oh, well, he's he just tased a drunk guy. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> just like, and it, it was like, he wasn't even that drunk, I don't think. Right. He's just yeah. like, do you know where you're going? And the guy's like, uh, and he's like, you're gone. Right. It's like, this guy's an active you. guy working at Home Depot <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah. But some things haven't, haven't aged as well, you know? Well, we got, we got news to cover, right? Should we start should we head into yeah, numbers? Let's, let's, let's get going. Number five. All right, number five comes to us from Wet Bigfoots in the Discord. If you would like to submit stories in the Discord, uh, join up patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, at the $10 subscription level, you get to uh, access to the secret channels, including the story suggestion channel. So uh, patreon.com slash whatatimepod. Uh, and you get a bonus episode every week. I'll do the plugs later. But anyway, look, go check it out uh, and pay up already. Okay, so uh, uh, this story comes to us from uh, from Japan. And... Um, it, this is something that I would really enjoy. I don't know that it would really have any use for me. I don't think it would actually work, but there's something called a, it's called the Manuscript Writing Cafe. It's located in Koenji, and it's run by a team of writers. And it's basically like designed for writers that are working on a deadline. So like the, the whole idea is that they're going to make you work while you're in the place. You're not just like sitting and checking your email or whatever. <laughs> so there are rules they have. And the uh, first is you have to notify the staff the number of words you need to write and by when. Uh, every hour, the manager will come and check in on you. <laughs> and you get to choose what tone of voice you would like to have the check-ins. <laughs> Mild, normal, or hard, which I think is fantastic. Hard. Uh, <laughs> it's like, you piece of shit. You, yeah. uh, and uh, and then they charge you by like the half hour to hour or whatever. But uh, if you haven't finished the... <laughs> If you apparently if you haven't finished the work you declared upon entering, the staff will not let you pay, and if you can't pay, you can't leave. So they they create like this weird awkward thing where I imagine they can't actually entrap you in the place. But, uh, um, Just do false imprisonment. Yeah, it's like well, uh, it's like you have to stay here. Uh, you, you you get shackled to the desk when you walk in, and uh, but mm-hmm. um, you know, I, as somebody who has difficulty right you know writing stuff like papers in college whatever where you just have to like 
torture yourself. I always had to like torture myself for like 10 hours and then write it in like an hour. You know what I mean? Like it's like, oh, fuck, it's like 2 a.m., whatever, fine. Like, you know, getting nothing done at like the library or like the lounge on campus and then like desperately doing it that night in my apartment or whatever. Uh, you know, that this could be useful, I feel like. I don't know. What's your, what's your, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm thinking about it. First of all, it sounds like it could just be like a cheap way if you have like a like a dominatrix thing where you just like go in and lie about, you're like, I would like very hard correction, um, <laughs> one million words in an hour. Yeah. <laughs> like, but you hit me with a writing crop uh, every yeah. hour when I'm not done. <laughs> I mean, I think it would be good. I think you'd have to like get yourself there because I feel like what would happen with like most, like me and most other people that do like writing like that that I know is like, You'd end up still just going to the cafe with one hour left and being like, okay, I have to write 2,000 words in an hour. <laughs> and then you'd still just like kind of have a lot of tabs open and you fuck around. But I think, I don't know, it's it's valuable. I think, I mean, I it, think it is it, yeah. like, it's just like, it's like basically like a rental mom or dad or like rental parent mm. to just be me, you know, bring out your full potential. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it didn't work for, I'm having, a, I, I, I remember I got asked to do a packet for something a couple of years ago and I, I happened to be in visiting my parents. So I was like, this is great. I have no distractions. Like, you know what I mean? Like I can just sit on my computer. Visiting your parents and no distractions are polar opposites well, in my experience. <laughs> I mean, they, you know, when I, when I told them like what, you know, I have to write this thing, they like left me alone, but they were like, how's it going and stuff. And I was like, no, it's going good. I'm like getting some ideas and working. And then I ended up like literally staying up all night and writing it between like five and six and it sucked and I hated it. And I was like, okay, so that was, that was not a solution to the problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think with something like someplace like this, I'd just be like, I'm going to leave the money on the table and I'm going to leave. I, you, you can't, uh, I know my rights. You can't do this to me. I'm paying you. So you don't get to yell at me. You know, like that would just completely break down when I don't, when I don't you do win. Are there other people just in the cafe, just normal? Or is it just like, if you're there, you have to be engaged in this sort of thing? No, it's, this is the, this is the deal with the place. So there's not, yeah. I like the idea of somebody randomly. It's like, why does everyone keep yelling at this? (laughs) That's that's why I was like, I would love that. If if that was an option too, where you're like, you can also sit here and watch these students be screamed at by strangers (laughs) and imprisoned for not writing a bunch of words at a time. That would be a wonderful way to spend in the Saturday. Yeah, just somebody who's like you can you just kind of you can tell them whoever's pissing you off the most in the coffee shop because you know when you go to a coffee shop you choose right. like an enemy you like yeah. you like label somebody and you're like this motherfucker over here is ruining my shit and I'm <laughs> like so you can get them to yell at, yell at them yeah I mean I, I think it would be helpful I think it's good it would I do think it's like there have to be people who just want a coffee or want like to use the bathroom and then they have to like it's like when you have to buy like a biscotti or something That's but you're funny. like uh i don't know i have to write 50 words it's like being in, deten- <laughs> being in detention it's like write write 100 words about why you have to go to that you know how bad you have to go to the bathroom it's like fine fine here here all right <laughs> here's 300 yen Jesus. Yeah. is it the same price for the mild um uh, sensitive and hard it appears that way. I, okay. I don't. I, yeah, I'm looking at this again. This is like an aggregating article about this place, so I, I don't have the. I'm not straight up to the source, but uh, I, yeah, it seems that way. I feel like if you're paying for mild, you just don't need this place. Like, right? A, you don't need it, and also I feel like mild would make me like more angry than hard. Yes. 
Like if somebody came by and was like, "Do your fucking work," I'd be like, "All right." But if somebody came by and was like, "Hey, how's how's it going?" <laughs> I'd get so much angry. Back like, off. I'd be like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> Even if it was literally their job, but yeah. I could, I would, I'm specifically thinking about how much I could use it. Like I said, that I'm home and I was like writing something yesterday. And I don't know if this is it. It was like my dad was like, he's like, well, you're, wor- you're doing your work. So I don't want to, don't worry about me. And just like repeatedly coming up to be like, I'm not going to bother you. Don't you worry. And then like <laughs> continually saying that. And then just like talking himself through making a sandwich. He's like, where did we get this bread? What kind of bread is this? Like, <laughs> you're, this is, you're not directly addressing me, but it's impossible for me to ignore this. This journey, this bread journey that you've embarked on, <laughs> right near me. So. I, I like this. Uh, uh, like I, I went to, so I went to the websites, obviously in Japanese. So, so I, I just hit uh, Google Translate on the whole page, and it's doing this thing where, like, uh, like it has weird things in quotes. So it's like it feels like it's like they're using euphemisms for everything, kind of. So <laughs> it's like use is limited to those who have the purpose of writing manuscripts in quotes and it's like uh, yeah. what is that supposed to mean yeah your, your parents ever walk in on you writing manuscripts <laughs> in high school yeah they're like there are no gag balls here yeah. whatsoever taking um, a 45 minute shower what are you writing some manuscripts in yeah. there all no. the customers in the store are writing manuscripts so the atmosphere of the place is moderately tense and you can concentrate on your work it's like yeah okay yeah <laughs> I think I don't know. I, I would use it. They could open one of these in New York. I feel like he could do that. I would. I, w- uh, I, I would. I would check it out. I think it's an interesting idea. I don't. I don't have that kind of. I don't think. It, yeah. I mean, if I had something fun to write, I guess maybe it would be yeah. nice to have that. But um, do you, um, Anthony? Do you do, do? You do? Are you good at like going to like a coffee shop and like writing stand up like bits? Like I've never been able to do it. And people sometimes are like, "Oh, that's what I'm doing tomorrow. If you want to come," and I'm just like, I. I know it works. I'd also know that I'm very lazy and this is mostly just like me diverting, but yeah. Yeah. No, I was, yeah, yeah. I'm uh yeah, I'm pretty robot like uh, in that approach where I do that. Like, you know, I'll do that if I can, like every day, but it's, oh. you know, it, I don't know. I never found like the best stuff really comes out of that. It's more just like, you're like tuning up your brain and then you're mm. just kind of activated for the rest of the day. And then you might be more apt to think of a joke. Or when that's, you're talking with friends, you're like you're more in the mode of like stand up. That's probably like a, a good way to look at it because I was I was like I'm not gonna get anything out of that, but I did always find it funny. Like, imagine you know like like to someone like thoughtfully tapping their pencil on their mouth and yeah. then just being like, hmm, remember that time I shit my <laughs> pants? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yeah. How many of yeah. y'all like sex? <laughs> I wonder um, if anyone in this coffee shop is dating. <laughs> you, do, you do that, and then your, your whole your whole act is just like, this guy, all this guy does is talk, do observations about coffee shops. What is this? Uh, it's also funny to imagine one of the like real like far right dickhead comedians doing that, just sitting in a coffee shop, being like, "Don't like the gay people." <laughs> just like, hmm. Gender. <laughs> yeah, they don't write. Yeah, oh, they write on stage. They have a most. Imagine someone like going up on stage, like opening a little moleskin, like like notebook, can be like, uh, "So you you guys think that like Chinese people are real? <laughs> like you have that written down? <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, well, I don't know. I would I would visit this cafe. I think I would put it to use. I do that already. I mean, I just, I'll just go 
just to feel generalized assumed pressure from people around me even though they have no idea what i'm writing i just feel like they sort of know if i'm fucking around they're all counting on me (laughs) (laughs) i can't let them down no i do like the idea of the hard person going too hard and then they have to pull back and that awkward conversation you know what i mean where they're like you gotta write apologize yeah yeah yeah. and they're like you pussy and they're like what i didn't pay for that (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) hey i'm the customer hey seems like a yeah it seems like a pretty you need to really nail down the like there should be descriptors on the levels of like here's what you can expect from each level because otherwise people could have very different if someone just comes and like backhands you it's like whoa i didn't i thought you were just gonna like be firm with me (laughs) yeah that's very funny if they offer like a gold package where you tell them (laughs) memories from your life and they bring those up to (laughs) to try to put more pressure on you They're like, this yeah. is why you got cut from JV. And you're like, you're right. I will finish this letter. Mm. <laughs> yeah, well, it looks like your sixth grade teacher was right about your poor work ethic, <laughs> despite your potential. Like, man, you, you called Miss to- Hayes? What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> what you, you want this to be like the Corden packet again? Is that what you want? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want to you be up trying to email a PDF at 2.45 telling yourself that they probably run on LA time? Is that what you're doing? It's so funny, too. And then they're like, this is why your dentist fingered you at 11, Jeff. And you're like, I'm not Jeff. And you're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I got the wrong guy. <laughs> so we have a, we, we have different seats numbered. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, that's well, a, that's, how, that's how they started the seat numbering, actually. Before mm. that, they relied on them to remember. <laughs> so, yeah. So, yeah. so how's the, do they even say how the coffee is? It's, like, terrible. Just, <laughs> yeah. they don't have, they, it doesn't have to be good. <laughs> it's awful. Uh, yeah. Who gives yeah, a shit? You can order you can order stuff in, so I think yeah, you're allowed to browse uh, Uber Eats or something while you're in there. So uh, you know, uh, yeah, which they, you'll immediately get reprimanded for because you're you're procrastinating. Yeah, just the guy sitting behind you. What are you doing? Oh, is that related to what you're working on? It's not. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're writing about noodles, buddy. What are you What are you trying to do? What was that? Is it the Wikipedia page for? Okay, yeah, okay. I don't see how this is related to what you're working on. <laughs> I also like too if it's like a manifesto clearly and they have to be like cool about it because it's the contract you know what i mean <laughs> they're like but they're like you better get this done about where the bomb detonators are and you're yeah. like you should probably report this yeah whether they have some sort of like like this is like hippo level they're like this <laughs> right. is sort of a professional relationship <laughs> look do you want to um, activate your followers or not okay. <laughs> yeah I'm trying to incite um, people here so um, yeah, yeah. So cool place. If you're uh, if you're in Quincy, go check it out. I guess that's all I really can say. I I it's a little far for me. I think to go check out a cafe. But if they, if they franchise it here I'll, in New York, I'll I'll, I'll try it out. Yeah. <laughs> Number four. Let's do it. Number four. Number four. Uh, I believe this comes to us from Iguana Helium Cube in the Discord. Uh, this is from Ars Technica. Um, which is we got a new new driverless car doing some some fun stuff. Uh, this is a video of it, this is in San Francisco, of course. I mean, if you're talking about tech bullshit, you're probably in San Francisco. Um, it was one of uh, a new Chevy Bolt. I don't know what one of these electric vehicles that has um, uh, autonomous driving. Apparently, the head the headlights were on despite it not being night. 
So the police pulled it over, which, first of all, that's not, I feel like that's not worth a pullover, like, at all. Like, I, who, I feel like people leave their headlights on all the time. It doesn't mean they're, like, that's not, if I saw somebody with their headlights on during the day, I wouldn't be like, they're wasted. I'd be like, they're just <laughs> stressed. I was like, they probably have a hard work life. Um, but they pulled it over. And then they only realized you can apparently in the video you can see like they pull the car over it pulls over they walk up to the window and then you can hear the officer going there's no one in there <laughs> and it was just an empty car driving itself around God, Chris Angel has got us again <laughs> <laughs> He did it um he mind freaked us <laughs> And then uh so the guy goes oh there's no one in that and then when the police turned away to talk to the other guy, the driverless car pulled, like, fleet. It started, <laughs> started driving away, uh, you know, to, I guess, it's like, fuck you, pigs, just takes <laughs> off. Like, you fucking, <laughs> yeah, A-cabs, and goes out of there. Um, so it didn't go that far. It, like, it, it took off, and then about a couple hundred feet later it it pulled over again um but yeah i love the idea that a robot that's the next uh level is that robots can start to feel like threat like they're like i'm in trouble (laughs) (laughs) must warn the others yeah that's part of how they can that's what they need to develop so that um you know like robot maids can can start working in like rich people's houses is that the rich people need the robots to be able to be shamed. Like, they need to be able to, like, really make them feel like shit for them to get, like, the full experience, mm-hmm. you know? Got they have to be, like, so they can, like, run their finger along a counter and show dust and be like, are you, did you clean in here already? And the robot's like, I'm so sorry. What if I'm that's... worthless. <laughs> yeah, that's the moment robots gain consciousness. It's because of shame. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, I didn't fold the linens correctly. I feel bad. What is this feeling? <laughs> what is this? Yeah. I mean, it would line up, right, with, like, that's their, that's their fucking apple in the Garden of Eden or whatever. Right. For the first... I have committed the original sin of not folding the linens correctly. <laughs> I, I had impure thoughts <laughs> yeah. about toaster. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is this is just Westworld. This is we, we've just set up Westworld, but it's all maids. That that's bad. That's what it is. And then they, yeah, they. Wow. Yeah, man, Westworld. That was that must have just. I, I feel like that would have sucked for a show where they made Westworld. And then I'm like, it's like, whatever, however many episodes it was, like 11 or 12. And they're like, put out the first episode. And they're like, man, people are going to get the big twist at the end is going to send people for a, a real loop. And then like by the second episode, everyone on the internet had already guessed what <laughs> the twist was. And then like by no fault of the show, the rest of the show just was boring as fuck because yeah. everybody was just waiting for them to reveal the thing that everybody knew. I mean, like, it's, it's, man. it's still going. It's gonna. It's coming back. So you know, uh, yeah, it's still going. But there's a lot. There's a lot. Lot to. Lot to. 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 To learn. <laughs> Are about. you watching it? What's going on over? In I, I think so. Yeah. Uh, you I, think you're watching it? No. I. I. It ended. It ended <laughs> like. It ended like before. No. I guess it aired at the very beginning of the pandemic. So it might as well have aired a hundred years ago. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, like like uh, Jesse from Breaking Bad is in it. Um, there's, uh, who is it? Marshawn Lynch is in it. Is in it? Yeah. yeah. Marshawn Lynch, Lynch is in it. Marshawn Lynch is in it. Yeah. Lynch is in it. <laughs> uh, 
It's uh, it's it, it, it it's not just in the park. It's like about the world that yeah. the park is in, kind of the so West World. Uh, yes, the West World. Now, West World is one of several worlds in the park. There's also like uh, there's a feudal <laughs> Japan world. There is a uh, like Raj there's, Raj era India, like the yeah. like br- like British occupation of India. World. Chemical plant zone, yeah. Green Hill Zone. The Green Hill Zone is a big one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, skater die world. Uh, it's just <laughs> a bunch of horny eighth graders. Um. <laughs> Yeah, all those Hyrule. There's one. Yeah, they got all the different. They got all the different zones in there. Yeah, you, yeah, you can. Yeah, out. you can kill the guy who gives you the. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. You can kill that guy. That's you a big can part shoot of that Hyrule. fucking owl. Finally, that yeah. keeps telling you what to do. Keeps pausing your whole goddamn game. Yeah, and uh, Marshawn Lynch plays himself. Also, uh, that just he always <laughs> plays himself. He's in like two TV <laughs> shows. He just he continually brings up the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. It's very confusing. He's like basically holding a script and not yeah. reading it. Like <laughs> yeah. every everything he's in, and he's he's very like they did a they did I think. When Facebook was still trying to make like shows, I remember they that. had a show with him where he just did shit, and it yeah. was great. Uh, he's very funny, but yes. yeah, you, you're not going to tell me he's Marshawn Lynch isn't gaining 300 pounds for a role or whatever. He's showing up, and hopefully, what he says doesn't ruin any of your plot points. Yeah. Like that. Yes. Yeah, they're like, I guess we're calling it Father Marshawn now. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's nothing we can do. And he's humongous. So you're like, what are we going to tell him? He can't do any of this stuff. He'll kill us. Yeah, he's going to beast quake me. What are yeah. you talking about? He's going to stiff arm the whole. You, you want to be a writer giving Marshawn Lynch notes? No. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he. I think he was in that like Will Arnett Murderville show. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very just like man. He's just doing whatever he's doing the whole time, <laughs> and you're working around him, and it's kind of great to watch. Yeah, I think that uh, if I remember right, that's like most of the show he was in too. Or is like he'd go places, yes. and they'd be like, "Here's what we." you can do here and he'd be like ah, can i do this instead and it'll be something like they clearly aren't really supposed to let people do he drove like an f1 car and then like the people were like so scared because they're like this is like a very fast car <laughs> like you really shouldn't it's good and i feel like it was also fun they were like he went to one of those places where you're like fake skydiving or whatever right and I kind of feel like they were like, okay, so don't do like flips and stuff. And he just like <laughs> truly just went in there and started doing flips. And they were like, right. well, all right. Well, you know. Yeah. And also like, I mean, you can't get more hurt than you you ran into people professionally. You just your, your job was to run into the biggest people on earth. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's like a toddler that could beat you up. Um, yeah. You just, there's no control. He rules, though. We yeah, don't, yeah. Want to, don't want anyone to think I'm not no, no. a massive Espe- fan of Marshawn Yeah, especially Lynch. not him. He's yeah. 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 <laughs> if you're listening, please. Yeah. yeah. Popping Skittles, going nuts. Very good. <laughs> I, love, I love an NFL player that is fueled by candy. Any of them. There's surprisingly <laughs> a lot of them, and they all have different candy. They're like different disciplines or whatever. Different... Marshawn Lynch's Skittles. Alvin Kamara's like Airheads. Right. The, the OG was... Daryl Green, who had like he would just play games with a fucking Tootsie Roll in his sock, then he'd just eat it <laughs> during the game. <laughs> like, oh, sugar's dropping. Yeah, man. Gotta eat my sock Tootsie Roll. It's like, how can you make this game even more dangerous? I think I'll have an active Tootsie Roll in my mouth during football. <laughs> yeah. I was like, ah, he, no, he, you know, it was, it was like you had to go to the blue tent because you're choking on a tattoo. Right. They had to give you a Heimlich and put you back in the game. <laughs> so I have, I have yeah. three everlasting gobstoppers in my mouth. 
Well, that's the best, man, with like, especially like when young athletes like get into like the NBA or like whatever, they're like 19 year old kids. So like when they ask them their interest, they're always like bitches and ice cream. Yeah. And you're like, oh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, because some of them, I think they've like started, you know, like the really high prospects like have started to figure it out. But I think a lot of them. They get to the NFL, and I mean, you're in the NFL, you have like a nutritionist and stuff, and yeah. so the nutritionist's like, "Okay, so what do you like to eat?" And they're just like, um, uh, "Frosting." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, we're gonna have to cut down on the frosting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like make concessions with them, like they're like, "You can have one frosting pie on Thursdays, <laughs> yeah. but the re- you have to have lettuce." <laughs> yeah, that was the great. Like, what was the guy? Uh, Eddie Lacy, like mm. an old, I think he's an old running back, and he just was like famous for just showing up to camp like way overweight, like <laughs> just like totally not ready to play, and like, and he kind of was still big, so stuff. But they right. they asked him, they were like, what? What, what do you think is the problem with like you keep showing up overweight to camp and he just goes man I love that China food <laughs> <laughs> just an all timer just like I love dumplings man I'm sorry but there's nothing I can do here oh man that's you gotta go back to or you just go back to when it was like people just smoking cigarettes like yeah and Kenny Stabler just like <laughs> like like flicking a cigarette to the ground right before he hikes it's, it's, it's like says hike hut it's like and all right here we go <laughs> man the golden days now that i'm gonna be vegan and stuff yeah good it's not as fun at all mm-hmm. well that's our take on the self-driving car from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think we've covered that story so. pretty much yeah it should have just lit it up. That would have been cool. It's like it was like the one time they don't just like I'm in pursuit. I'm in pursuit to a fleeing. Yeah, <laughs> there's nobody in there. You can actually do it. I mean, you don't get bystanders or whatever. But you know, run it over the tank. Stop it. Yeah, have one of the have one of the police jets drop a <laughs> strafing fire on it. Uh, drop a bomb Dude, on it. I was so confused with that with the the shooting guy. And then the police were like, we sent out all of our helicopters. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? How are you going to find a guy walking with a helicopter on New York? And in New York's like, you're just like shining a searchlight on fucking, you know, like 42nd Street. It's like, yeah, there's um fucking a million people down there. <laughs> also, even if we see him, we can't land anywhere around here. As it turns out, if they had hit all the tourist hotspots, they would have found him because he was at Katz's Deli eating lunch, apparently, which is insane. <laughs> He was on St. Mark's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was buying a bong on St. Mark's. <laughs> he was buying a pipe that looked like Pickle Rick. They picked him up. It's like Al Capone. They didn't actually get him for the shooting. They got him for, uh, he called a water pipe a bong. And, you know, it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, they arrested he, him for not not doing the dance at the head shop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is he decorative glass pre- sculpture. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he didn't pretend that he was buying a buying it to just house huge rips of tobacco smoke. <laughs> yeah. like everybody wants to. At least um, got him arguing over bubble tea. <laughs> 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 yeah, it actually did, wasn't. I don't know exactly, but it wasn't. It makes so much sense that the place he called in was the Delancey Street McDonald's. How is that not. not the first place? Okay, it was the sixth. It was the one by Karma, the sixth and first. So oh, okay, apparently that one is also. I mean, I've been there before. I don't remember it being. I mean, the Delancey Street McDonald's is like 
you're going through like a wormhole. Like that's like <laughs> yeah. Event Horizon. Like you know, you, that they, like it's a different place. But yeah. uh, the every same, time you, you walk into Delancey Street McDonald, it's like Russell Crowe's about to Ginsu that guy from Gladiator. He's about <laughs> to like use two swords to chop a head off. And you're like, okay, um, yeah. But. He he wouldn't have been the most dangerous guy in the Delancey Street McDonald's. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's actually one of the worlds in Westworld. Uh, the Delancey Street McDonald's. <laughs> Delancey Street McDonald's. <laughs> no, Delancey Street McDonald's zone. Just get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Most dangerous of all. Well, we, we I think we've successfully covered everything but the self-driving car. Do yeah. number three. Let's do number three. Number three. Number three comes to us from uh, Dr. Jerry Bussy. Uh, in the Discord, I did it right this time. Um, yep, pronounced "bussy" correctly. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, this is a story from. I'm trying to figure out where this is. I guess this is in Wales, so it's going to sound. Uh, the first word is nonsense. Obviously, uh, the the town is apparently um, LL Len Dudno. LL Cool J. LL Cool J. Uh, City. It's L-L-A-N-D-U-D-N-O. Anyone who's Welsh, I apologize, but uh, come on, guys. It's like a... a it's the Llanowar Elves. Like, I feel like I'm, I have to like send someone back to like the goblin dimension or something every time I say <laughs> one of these words. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a uh, lady was uh, using a pay toilet, um, <clears throat> 30p to use the loo, and, uh, <laughs> and uh, this is in uh, Conwy County, and uh, she got in there and then could not get out. Um, the, they had a sign on the inside that says, if you, (laughs) if someone appears to be locked in the toilet, do not panic. Um, apparently there's like an unlock button inside because obviously it's locked from the outside and there's like an unlock button to disengage the, the pay lock to let people out. And, uh, apparently that was malfunctioning. So she was (laughs) stuck in the toilet and she had to, fortunately she, her husband was in the area, I guess. Like, they were on vacation, I guess, and she stopped to use the restroom or something. So she called him with her cell phone, and he came and paid another 30p to unlock the door to get her out. So this is yep. obviously, <laughs> <All plans>. obviously <laughs> causing some uh, local controversy. Uh, they have closed the toilet uh, to make the repairs. Obviously, you can't keep that going. Um, but uh, – Apparently, the council has been told many times, so the town is in hot water here over this. <laughs> no, this is clearly this is like uh, this is the the mob business over there. Yes, yeah. is hacking the toilets, so you're doubling profits. You know, this yeah. is like construction in New York. It's all control. <laughs> but it's like, you, but you can't pay it's the from fucking the fucking Peaky Blinders, dude. They're messing with the you toilets. You can't pay from the inside, so you you have you better be with somebody else. Otherwise, like, hey, can you like, <laughs> hey, can you pay? Hey, can anyone hear me? Can you pay? Can you put some coins in this so I can get out of here? Like, what? Uh, and then you just think it's the toilet. You think it's the toilet talking to you? It's like, please pay me. And shit in my mouth. Feed me. Yeah. yeah, it's like when you go to the gym and like you need to ask like a stranger to spot you on like a bench press. You have to be like, hey man, please, I'll give you a, I'll give you two p if you just stay here. I also love the idea that the husband like had to like tell like he gets the phone call and he's like, oh my wife's locked in a public toilet again. I need to go. <laughs> oh, she's up to her old tricks. <laughs> Getting locked in a public toilet. <laughs> so I, I guess I guess the way that they were doing it uh, in the meantime was 
people were putting a rock in, to keep the door open mm-hmm. while they were in there and somebody was watching it. Now, at that point, you might as well, no one might as well pay, right? Because I mean, yeah, you know, this, you need to just open the door. I don't know if people yes. are like doing the right thing. They're like closing it when they leave <laughs> and then like, well, use this rock, but you should pay every time because that's the rules. How much is 300p? What is that? 30p is like, um, it's, it's like, like 30 cents. Pence. I don't know. Yeah, it's like 30 it's cents. But, but I, so it's like 30, it's probably like, Around fifty cents. I don't know what the what the conversion rate is right now. Um, that seems so not worth it. Like, how many fucking shits are people taking a day in this bathroom? Like, what what's what is the what is the gross of this bathroom per day? <laughs> Three dollars. It's, it's very it's very gross. Uh, is this like a roller coaster tycoon situation where there's like a Chipotle across the street and then they rack up the price mm. of the toilet? You know, you know what I mean? Like, you know, know. roller coaster tycoon yeah. where you like very yes. familiar. Yes. <laughs> They knew what they were doing when they let you adjust the salt level of of popcorn and stuff. They knew they knew they were creating a monster. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I've used one of those pay toilets before, I, like years ago. But yes, yeah, so I don't. It's, so it's thirty nine cents, just for the record. So that's apparently the uh, the the amount with the exchange rate. But it's yeah, I mean, it would definitely be more here. It would not, yeah. yeah, you'd be using paper money here, like you know, like they they were there's no, no. it'd be it'd have one of those credit card swipes. Yes, it would be one of the, to... one of the boot or one of the, like you can like use your phone to do it now. Yeah, like that's like yeah. Yeah. Is there anything with the paid toilet? They have more to them than the your normal public uh, urinal, like a porta potty. Uh, I I don't ha- I don't have uh, any information about that. The BBC did not get into that. Okay. The one I remember is like it was like bigger and cleaner. It like it like sprayed okay. itself down after you used it. But uh, I mean, it, it's, it has I, like, it has like that little couch that they have in women's rooms sometimes. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's the that's your chance to to yeah. enjoy the luxury of having a the little like. <laughs> bench to sit on it is one they should sports have illustrated should... issue from 1990 <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's like doing? there's like 30 new yorkers on the back of the toilet <laughs> um I, I they should have different levels they should have like really fancy yeah you know i'm spoiled now i keep like when i'm whenever i'm not at my i i caved and got one of those like bidets or whatever mm-hmm. and now whenever i'm at like i do feel like a little king whenever i'm like not in my house and I'm done, and I like reach for the bidet knob, and I'm like, curses! <laughs> this, this horrific toilet has no, not the things I'm accustomed to, not the finery. Man, the pandemic made that so much worse. Not 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 the bidet thing specifically, but Shitting. like just not not being on your on home court uh, is not a good situation. <laughs> it's really like you know, nope, I got to do this at home. I can't. I don't want to. Yeah, it's really <laughs> heightening that. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like at the I bring office, my own. boy. You bring your own. <laughs> I bring my own bidet. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a little invention that I've made. It's not very good. Uh, <laughs> no, they. I'm not kidding you. They they try to do that or whatever. Like like Tushy or whoever sells the real bidet. Right. They sell something called a travel bidet that is clearly just like basically a water bottle right, squeeze, right, like a squeeze right. bottle. Right. What else could that it's, be? It just right. it is. It's like. It's like accordion shaped, and you fill it with water, and then I guess you like. I don't know how the fuck you aim it, but yeah, you're just like. Rocket water into your asshole, and it's like this isn't. You just don't have a bidet, and you just like put that in your bag, like that. Well, all right, yeah. (laughs) You're like, please, please take the fleshlight out of my bag. Anything but the fucking travel bidet. Yeah, it's so (laughs) funny. A bidet on the go takes all the fanciness of the bidet away. You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's just that's like you said. It's a fucking sports bottle. It's a gate. You might as well get a Gatorade. You know. 
It's like walk off the court and fire some like fruit punch up there. <laughs> in a, in a, yeah, in, in a pinch, you get one of the get one of those Dasani. You know, it, it, when you, yeah, you just get hit a little squeeze or one of those. Uh, yeah, Crystal Geyser. I'm trying to think of all the different uh, oh, yeah. water brands. I love. Ones. I mean, Dasani is the one that everybody hates. <laughs> yeah. So I just love the idea of someone doing that, like the Vince Lombardi rest rest stop in Jersey, and then doing that and just going, Ah, I miss Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, at the Flying J. Yeah. It's like you eat fucking 25 Roy Rogers chicken nuggets and then go yeah. in the bathroom and blast That's, your travel. There, yeah, you, you spend you spend $4 on one of those water bottles and the where they have like the uh – the Starbucks the size of a phone booth, you know, and that's yeah. that's within the gift yeah. shop. That's like not separate from the gift shop. And uh, you're going to Yeah, never mind watching someone walk into a truck stop <laughs> toilet stall with a big bottle of like sports squeeze <laughs> bottle of water. Or even if you're not using it as a bidet, it was like, what are you about to sweat out in there? Jesus. Also love too Fuck. if like they sell their own there. You know how they always have their own brand, whatever, like cashews and stuff like that. Yeah. If they're like seven eleven brand bidets on the go and you're like, oh, I can't do these. They 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 tear up your asshole. <laughs> they're too strong. Yeah. They're too <laughs> It's not yeah. good for the environment. It's going to add to the plastic island. It's just uh, all the little bidet bottles that are disposable now. Yeah. It's just an upside down soda stream. It just <laughs> destroys your shit. Uh, <laughs> like I have to load a CO two can. It's one of those. Into this? It's one of those things that you use to like blast through your nose, like like the the forceful neti pot thing. Oh yeah. Oh. But just the make sure you sinus rinse. Do not in do not include the uh, saline packet when you're doing the bidet thing. <laughs> that will not that will not go well. Yeah, yeah, real salty. You just you know. turn into a raisin. Your whole body. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, the same way that like if you like butt chug vodka, it like hits you like four times as hard. The salt just completely drains you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You have delirium. <laughs> <laughs> Hate to get delirium at the truck stop. Uh, but yeah, you know. I, Pay toilets. They're still out there, and uh, sometimes they break. That's, that's you know. So add that to your list of weird anxieties, I guess. Um, I know that I know I'm going to be thinking about it if I ever use one. It's like, well, you need to stay right out here, okay? Because I am, if this thing breaks. Yeah. <laughs> Got to hold it open with your heel and, like, rainbow it in. Oh, the toilet. Oh, here's another. Sorry, this is kind of an aside, but, like, um, I, I would, you know. The whole thing, with, the last 20 know, minutes have been an aside. Yeah. Good. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Man, I watched, there was uh, like an old Japanese prank shows YouTube video. It was like one of my favorites. And they basically, they would have at the top of a ski, uh, on top of a mountain, there'd be a porta potty. And then you would go in the porta potty and then the porta potty would just go down the mountain. Oh, yeah. And then you would just open up. Man, it was just so great. And <laughs> fully capable of killing someone. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And then they were supposed to get out. Like, wasn't that a hilarious joke? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, are, are you familiar with Pi Hell? Have you seen that? No, I don't think so. The, 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 there is a toilet connection here, so that's. But uh, yeah. it's like a, I forget the exact details, but like a guy, basically the whole challenge is he wakes up in his apartment and there are like half dozen. I think there's teammates on a baseball team or something, and they're just hitting him with like whipped cream pies, and he and the whole thing is that he's not allowed to react to it. <laughs> so he's like gets up and he's like, "Oh, I'll read the newspaper," and they like put a pie on the newspaper, and he kind of like shakes it off. He's on the toilet, and they nail him. You know, all that you know, yeah. brushing his teeth and stuff. 
Uh, I think it's on like it's one of those things that's like not anywhere other than like a really grainy like daily motion video. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. it's one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you search Pie Hell, it is yeah, I highly highly recommend. Very funny. Uh, yeah, it's like one of the it's like Silent Library, one of the yeah. the Japanese game shows or whatever. Where they get worse and worse, and they're like, don't make any noise when we show you a funny picture. And then the higher levels are like, don't make any noise when uh, like an MMA fighter kicks you in the gut. <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Uh, when Butterbean punches you, you gotta be silent. <laughs> uh, sorry, you made you made too much noise when you hit the ground with your head. So. <laughs> You're out. Yeah. Sounded like a coconut. Uh, so that's, <laughs> that's it. Um, so best of luck to uh, everyone in land land did know yeah yeah don't go in that don't get trapped stay in the out of there hey folks if you like this episode you should check out the bonus episode where we talk about religious holidays uh the tallest family in the world which eli doesn't think is that tall and uh, a bunch of other stuff and then we uh really just kind of get sent down a hole of wikipedia pages community moderated wikipedia pages on different uh short-lived netflix children's shows and uh the flintstones viva rock vegas you might be able to guess that kath is not around for this one (laughs) check it out check it out number two uh number two this comes to us from uh, uh it's matt in the discord thank you Matt, I assume, is is your name. I'm sorry if if it's not. Um, This is about an Italian bear. Hey, it's Anthony DeVito. Guys, you shouldn't have. (laughs) A special story. Um, (laughs) Yeah, uh, so this is about... uh, So there's this bear uh, in Italy, and um, there's a... This is in Roccarasso, and... He became kind of famous on social media or whatever. He was like already all around the town, but I guess what what he did that broke, you know, at this point they were like, we got to get rid of this guy. He broke into a bakery, which yeah, I mean, come on, that's smells delicious. He he broke into a bakery and ate a batch of freshly made biscuits, which is delightful. That's I mean, what a beautiful day yeah. for a bear. Um. And way more biscuits than Kobayashi ate. <laughs> Kobayashi is desperately trying to eat biscuits. <laughs> Um, so this sounds like a, I mean, I guess people are scared of him, but it sounds like a beautiful life for this bear. He says he often slept among the pine trees at the entrance of the town. And then before going in search of food, rummaging through bins and dining off leftover pizza and sandwiches and drinking from fountains. This dude just naps in the forest, comes in, sips a little water out of a fountain. Apparently he's also, he's known for being very playful with dogs, which that's kind of scary. I mean, <laughs> you're playful until you're not playful, you know? Um, this, guy, this guy's the king of Abruzzo. This is, this is, he's got it all yeah. figured out. This is the Pope, yeah. Pope of Greenwich Village. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, the, uh, so the final, he broke, when he broke into the baker, I guess they'd had enough. Uh, and they were like, you can't. We can't keep letting this go. He's getting too strong. Uh, yeah, because it's, pro- it's probably not like, he, you know, he didn't, like, pick the lock and go in. Right, he, right, like, you know, right, like, there right. was presumably some damage done to the... Uh, yeah, broken is such a delicate term for what a bear has done to a store. 
That's so Bear funny. Jimmy the lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, like, man. Yeah. He individually took biscuits. It's like, no, the whole thing is destroyed. It's a bear. <laughs> yeah. There we go. Just put this over footage of a bear just absolutely destroying a big bear. Well, there, there's, that, there's that clip of the bear that, like, it's like it's somebody's cabin or something, and the entire, like, door jam goes flying in along with the door, yeah. but then the bear yeah. puts his little paw out and stops the door from slamming closed before it comes in. I was like, all right, that's very strange. I don't know what to... Yeah. That's the, dare, that's the bear... That's the usual bear lockpicking strategy is stand up and put my weight on the door right. and it explodes. Like, yeah. it's just an absolute mess. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, dude, I would love to see that in a movie or whatever, like, a bear getting lowered into an art gallery, like, heist style, just on a harness, <laughs> and then they, like, unclip him at the bottom, and he just destroys all the art. Right. He just all the paintings up. Like, got him. Like a bunch of sculptures uh, on those, like, platform things, uh, and they're just all wobbling and flying everywhere and going down. Yeah, yeah that's such yeah. a funny sketch. It's like Ocean's Eleven, they're doing the whole crew, and the last one is just a Kodiak bear. And then, <laughs> yeah. like, he comes home with, like, all the paintings, and they're like, what'd you get, Grizzly? And, like, they're, they're like, slashed to pieces, and they're just like, oh, this is the problem. This happens every time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't... He gets them out of the frame, but not not in the way that, that <laughs> preserves it. That, that oh my god was, of course, from the video of the guy hitting the bear with his car. The classic. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> it's very worth watching if you haven't seen it. Um, I think the bear's all right. You yeah, see the bear's it, like, right fine. Yeah. Um, this is like a baby. I don't know bears life life lengths lifespans. I'm not a fucking figure. You know, a few, figure a few decades. Biologist. I don't know. Yeah. Yes, yeah, so this guy's two, so he's a little baby bear. I think yeah. he's known as Juan Carito, <laughs> and so they took him out after he, you know, after he picked the lock, after he bent, <laughs> uh, carefully bent a coat hanger, and you know, looped it in. After he used one of his credit cards to pop the lock <laughs> on this bakery, <laughs> taste test some biscuits. They took him and they they drove him 150 kilometers away. Which is pretty far. For, it, like, for a podcast that does so many foreign stories, it becomes so clear how fucking stupid <laughs> I especially am about the metric system. Like, I have no idea what 150 kilometers is. Pretty far away. Yeah. It just, right? just, yeah, it's about, it's, it's a little like, it's like, I think it's like 2.2 or I don't know, but it's, it's 93 miles. It's, it's like I, 75 I, I and a half 2Ks. So that's. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So think just think of that. 125 dumb miles. I think yeah. that's the real <laughs> <Yeah>. term. <laughs> um, so they took him away uh, and took him that far away and dropped him off in like a forest or whatever, wherever he's supposed to be. And he just immediately, as soon as, the, as far as I can tell, like pretty much as soon as they dropped him off, just started walking back and eventually did just show back up in the same yeah. town. And the best part of this is that like you're saying it, it's like he went by multiple towns. So this right. wasn't a situation of him being like, I just need to find a town where I can eat or whatever. He literally is like, I'm going for those biscuits. Right. Like I'm going back to where he's like, I don't know what the fuck I ate when I broke into that weird <laughs> shelter, but whatever it is, I want more of those all the time. Uh, so he, he walked all the way back home. Um, and then, <laughs> this is even funnier because obviously he didn't take the train, but the first place he was spotted was outside of the train station, <laughs> which for a second, no matter how right. smart you are, you know, they had to be like, did he fuck what? <laughs> like, did he just take the train back? Um, 
so yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, he's he. They caught him again, but I don't know what you do if he knows where you're, at this one he knows where your town is. So what can you do? Yeah, um, he's. I think you just adopt him. Just make him part of the. I don't know. I don't know how you stop him from going crazy, but yeah. At what point do you go? This is clearly an Italian man who's been cursed and become a bear. <laughs> he's trying to tell us this. <laughs> he loves sweets. That's how this all happens. Right. This is, you know. He ate the 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 cursed Sagittelli. Yeah, they're like, do not eat the bewitched Tagatelli. And he's like, <laughs> no, it's going to be a fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the problem. The cannoli, the cannoli glow a little bit. It's no big deal. And they're just like, immediately. the next day they're like, Lucio, you're a little hairier than you were yesterday. <laughs> he's like, and yeah. my teeth feel funny. <laughs> they're sharp every day yeah. I eat so much more fish now <laughs> this is just, what happened just the entire yeah. entirety of Kafka's metamorphosis but with uh, an Italian man turning into a bear in bed <laughs> oh no I got turned into a cockroach <laughs> <laughs> this is a me understand the, the struggle of life <laughs> Right. Now I got the weird little bugger leg. Right. One person's like, do you think that's Lucio? And they're like, I don't know. He's wearing his gold chain. That's kind of <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah. His mom's all mad at him. I told you not to eat his. <laughs> I told you to turn into a bear. Yeah. Hitting a bear with a newspaper. <laughs> Please stop a throw the apples. It hurts me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. Keeps talking about, even as he lives in the old country, he keeps talking about the old, older country. <laughs> That's what. Yeah. Italians that already live in Italy just talk about how much they miss Pangea. Like, it was all a one country. It was all oh, beautiful. Be, one a big ocean, one a big country. Everybody at Tokyo. <laughs> yeah. This is before the, the Bering Strait, she opened. <laughs> and that's what the continents do. They drift. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's becoming, the Italian accent is approaching like s the southern accent of like anything in this accent just sounds yeah. like. <laughs> I, I, Sorry about it. but no, We love it. That's the thing. I think <laughs> uh, Italians don't mind racism towards us because Italians have been racist towards everybody else for so long. <laughs> they were like, yeah, whatever. It's all fine. Yeah. We're out here calling people eggplants. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. good. <laughs> Horrific stuff. Right. Um, yeah. Well, I love this fucking bear. I would go to this town to see it. Same. Like, I don't know. I mean, I guess, yeah, it's just like you can't expect it to never do anything bad. These which are, is unfortunate. These are special bears. This is like a special kind of brown bear, a Marsican brown bear. It's it's only in, like, basically in Abruzzo, and like, in, and so I, I didn't realize there were like Italian bears. That that is that is a, a fun fact that too, that I have learned. Yeah, um, <laughs> the Berenstinos. <laughs> <laughs> Got a. I always thought that was funny. Underappreciated the Berenstain like. To call them the Berenstein Bears is like kind of implies that they're Jewish. Like, yeah. like, like, like where are they? Are these like Ashkenazi <laughs> Jewish bears. All... Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. I, I know what you got to do to 
to make him safe, but you let him give him some biscuits. Yeah, give him just make him a little house, make him a little house in the middle of the square. I mean, that's yeah. that's kind of what they're like. They're like, I, like obviously this is not good, but this seems to be where he wants to be. So I guess we'll just kind of make sure he doesn't. You know, as long as he doesn't get mean, uh, I guess that's all they can really do. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. It's like it's like walking a dog off leash, where it's like, oh, he's fine. It's like, well, if he's not, then it's gonna be, right. you know, it's fine until it's not fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's just that po- that old song or poem, "The Cat Came Back," but it's about a bear eating, breaking into <laughs> a bakery and eating biscuits. Just it's mm. so much pressure on that bakery because you have to keep making the biscuits to appease the bear, but you have to make yeah. him a separate batch and put yeah. them in a different place so it doesn't mess up the entire yeah. town. And they got to call fucking Streganona in here and get some <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> infinite <laughs> infinite biscuits yeah. for the bear. Finally, her um, yeah, purpose. No, like, and then it's like you don't know. You you got to assume that even if he eats the the bear batch, he still wants more biscuits. Totally. I mean, he's a bear. So, and he's only going to grow. Yeah. Be worse. And you can't, you're, you know, your recipe is so good. It's a real monkey's paw situation for this bakery. Cause you're like, would, do we make worse biscuits? So the bear doesn't come or yeah. do we just keep putting out these, this high quality yeast? Yeah. It's like, it's like an old, Oh Henry story that their, their best customer doesn't understand the concept of money. You know? <laughs> Very ironic. <laughs> if only they, they got to give away mama's secret recipe to the, uh, local wildlife, uh, you know, people. And then, then they'll be able to, you know, lure them up there. But they have to yeah. swear them to secrecy. <laughs> oh, well, should we do number one? Let's do number one. Good luck to the bear. And this week's number one reason to say what a time to be alive. This one comes to us from uh, Dr. Jerry uh, Bussy in the Discord as well. Uh, it's very hard for me because it looks like it's like a play on Jerry Buss, and I can't. It's right. very hard for me to get it. Uh, yeah. Also, if you're I, not aware, yeah. Anthony, is that. At one point, one of the people in our Discord that submits stories had the word "bussy" in their name, and Patty was so clear, clearly dis, did not want to say that right. on the podcast. Right. Could, you, could you not tell <laughs> just now? In full, in full schoolyard fashion, right. immediately the vast majority of people in our Discord have changed their name to have. That's great. The word "bussy." I love it. that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's really yeah. It's <laughs> they're a crafty bunch. Really something. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yeah, we got this. Uh, we got a new way to uh, send shit into space, uh, and that's um, using it's a uh, centrifugal force. So just whipping something around inside like a big, and then just shooting it out the top of a tube. That's basically we'll keep it simple. And uh, apparently, this yeah. thing is pretty powerful. Uh, it's this company called Spin Launch. Um, in October of last year, they working at only twenty percent capacity, so very low on their uh, max ability here flung a 10 foot long projectile, whatever that means to an altitude of tens of thousands of feet. So if you max that thing out, you're, you're going to space, you're going to low orbit. Um, yeah. and I want in, that's, that's where this you is. You want to get thrown up there get me in there, you know, <laughs> throw me into space. <laughs> yeah, I'll take this. I'll take the ten, th- tens of thousands of feet, you know, whatever. You know. <laughs> this is the budget SpaceX. It's like, well, if you don't have, right. You don't have $55 million. You can get up to space to just, you know, return trip not included. Right. 
They have to invent a giant baseball glove to catch you when yeah. you come down. I mean, the la- the launch vehicle, the thing that they shoot up in the air, I guess, it looks like, I mean, it looks like a rocket because obviously that's the most uh, effective way to fly through the air. That makes sense. Uh, they figured that out already. Um, so, yeah, make it big enough that I can just kind of get in there like this, you know, strap me down, and uh, let's let's see what happens. <laughs> yeah, that'll make it safe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strapped. Put a little, uh, put a little uh, parachute at the top, right? That's probably how that would work. That'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. This. No, I mean. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, just like this is this is one of those classic science things where like their description is like, yeah, it it operates with the use of centrifugal force, and and then it's like, it just hurls stuff into the air, like straight up as hard as science can do it. You know, like just say that. That's fine. You're, you're. I mean, the company's called Spin Launch. Like that's we know what it does already. You don't need to try so hard. This seems like you know, Six Flags Gainesville's like main attraction. You know, <laughs> like, that's right. like a third tier amusement park in a a, a mid tier city. This is what they have. It's like we're, we're putting we're yeah. putting a watermelon in this thing. And... Yeah, <laughs> like 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 one of those boardwalk carnivals yeah. where the most dangerous ride is shut down a lot, yeah. and you're like, that cannot be good. Like. <laughs> It can't be good that the big ship that spins upside down is like always closed. Like who's going to be even the first to ride that? If you were like in line, like who, if you're in a fucking carnival and like one of those things that just drops you from a big height and like you, while you're watching, they like pull all the tape off and they're like, we fixed it. Who the fuck is getting on that? You're like, no, run some mannequins up there. Put some put a chimpanzee on there first i'm not getting in yeah dude at all. that was the best years ago because you know i live in uh or I'm, I'm from north jersey and like we'd go to action park like once a summer and like yes, um yeah. the first thing you would see at action park was the looping water slide and it was so <laughs> ominous towards what the rest of the park was going to be and it was it never open it was it was incredible <laughs> Um, yeah, with, you know, safety hatch to boot, like you know, we've all kind of heard the stories, but yeah, it was like famously, yeah, everyone just got hurt yes, there, right? Yeah, 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 God. And then the most, like, I mean, it's like well documented, but like then the rides that were like, oh, this is pretty safe. It was ice cold mountain water, and people would have <laughs> heart attacks. <laughs> it was amazing. Jesus, and it's just like yeah, like, like kids just... beating the shit out of each other and stuff, and like yeah, yeah. It's just, that's yeah. Did you ever get hurt there? Um, yeah, I mean, everyone like I, I walked. Away, I, I walked away pretty unscathed. You know what I mean? With just like a, I think I like a light like a scrape on my temple or something like that. But nothing compared to like what you were like witnessing around you. <laughs> People flying off. Just the world's shallowest curve on a... Oh, yeah. yeah, dude. You would go down. There was one which was just a concrete slide. It it was a water park, <laughs> and they just had this concrete slide. You would go down on this, like, um, you know, tiny, like, wheeled cart, like, pretty fast down a real mountain. And you, as you were going down, you would just see carts off to the side with people with bloody legs and, like, tough hair. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible, man. The Alpine slide. Yeah, the Alpine slide, yeah. yes. It was just an entire water park designed by people who like failed the egg drop test in sixth grade. Yeah. It was like, yeah. like everybody that just dropped the, it was the kid that, man, that's an old story, but I still think about it. Luke was on the podcast, Luke Motos, yeah. and told a story about, they did the egg drop test. Like, you know, the egg drop yeah, test, of right? Like, and he said, there's like one kid in his class that was like, just kind of like a mean, stupid bully. Yeah. And everybody showed up with their little contraptions to drop the egg. And that kid showed up and just put 
the egg in a diaper and then dropped it off the roof and it absolutely just exploded. (laughs) (laughs) Put it in a regular Pampers diaper and then it just broke, obviously. Um, What do you think diapers are for normally? (laughs) That's so your turds don't break. What are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. Yeah, it's so funny because you can see a glimpse of logic in there and that's what's like the best part of it. You know, it's like... That 10% of like, I know what you were going after, but the rest of this is so dumb. <laughs> it's so bad. Now he's the chief engineer at Action Park. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's what also, this seems like this spin spin launch thing. It seems like a, a location for like the next jackass is going to have like Pontius sitting on top of it while they whip a dildo out of it. Right. Like that's, I mean, it's natural. It really, I mean, it really is like, I mean, obviously it's to a degree that like, you know, you're going, it's like eight or nine G's or something insane where like you, you would not survive inside the thing when it's going that fast. But like, it's just like one of those foxtail things from like your backyard. Cause like, it's the same principle. Like, yeah, we're whipping up the speed and then you let it go up and then it goes up really high. Like, you don't even have to throw it hard, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. And it's, cl- I mean, this is just a classic piece of behavior too. It just reminds <laughs> me of like, cause it's like, it throws it up to the edge of the atmosphere and then it's got like a booster to kind of push the last bit. But it just reminds me of like, I don't know if this is a thing outside of public school where there were like more things to do at recess, but we used to like the school we were at had like a sloped roof. And so we'd just go check yeah. out the balls that they had. And then you just take turns hucking it <laughs> yeah. as hard as you can onto the roof yeah, yeah. and waiting for it to roll down and fall back off the roof. And you do that until someone threw it far enough that it crossed the yeah. atmosphere and got stuck on the other side <laughs> of the roof. And then you just like, we're done for the day. You're like, oh, recess is over. <laughs> Mission accomplished. It's also too. I love the idea. They were just at, someone was just at a minor league baseball game watching a t-shirt cannon, and they were like, "We could put a person in there, and change the world." <laughs> like, Hang on, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but that's what this is. This is shoot a t-shirt. Oh god, let's say shoot a t-shirt cannon of the people on the Alpine slide at Action Park. There we just go. Knock them off. <laughs> Yeah. There's no T-shirts. There's snakes. <laughs> <laughs> just that, just that, like uh, the standing like gun turret from uh, Amer- uh, American Gladiators, yeah. like where they just get one of those things going. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, what was I going to say? The, uh, the the cool thing about this this because NASA is apparently talking to these people um, because it like requires a lot less fuel like you know like because you can get a lot of the way there just from spinning this shit around as opposed right. to having to like launch from the beginning yeah um so we'll see if this actually it would be crazy if there was some version of this that was the way of like obviously i don't think anything with anything living in it is going to be using this as its way of getting up there but uh i don't know launching satellites and things like that you could see how that might work uh, yeah i think cool. any manned thing would just be full of vomit by the time they fired it out it would be like <laughs> That would literally be like when they shot Steve-O in the porta potty. It would just be like... It's full of puke. It's okay. We planned for this. We planned for this. (laughs) (laughs) It's built into the model. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have the puke guards. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember if this is... I I think I was like... There's a thing where... um, Is it like in astronauts maybe in space? Like one of the things they don't really talk about is that like because of gravity your bladder doesn't work right so they're just like constantly pissing like like everyone knows they have like diapers and shit but they just it's just pouring out of you when you're up there i don't know if this is true or not i should double check but google let me google astronaut piss all the time let's see 
Astronaut constantly pissing. Okay, Don't let's see. Me I'm, now. I'm curious Google. to see here. Yeah, well, that's gonna be like the worst part of being an astronaut because at first everyone's like, "What's it like to see Earth?" And then they're like, <laughs> "Do you pee all the time?" Like I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's it like to see like the like the the Earth rise, this majestic thing that like only like you know a few dozen people are saying. also like, yeah, you guys wear diapers, right? What's that? It's like, okay, <laughs> really? Milkshakes that's, are weird up there, right? Yeah, that's that's question two. Is the diapers okay? <laughs> <laughs> so let's see. All right. They got maybe it's not just constantly. I'm trying to remember. Uh, basically, there's just like I'm reading an article called How Do Astronauts Pee and Poop in Space? And most of it is like not well. <laughs> it's <is> like <laughs> it doesn't go great. <laughs> they have to do it. There's imagine this being your fucking uh, uh, legacy. Astronaut Gordon Cooper, uh, he fucking broke the spaceship he was on because his urine bag leaked and he got piss all over the electronics. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, we're going to do a debrief on why uh, why your mission didn't go so well. It's because you've got pee all over your spaceship. No, you're, no, you're, yeah, I just found a thing. You're right. It's, it's because it uses gravity to, to like when your bladder hits a certain amount of fullness, it pushes down on, you know, like so you feel like the pressure of it. And apparently yeah. in space... It, you don't feel that until like maybe it's like totally full, and by then it's already coming out. Like it's by then yeah. it's already too late. You're just you're just you're just like an eighty year old in a movie. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> so you're just you're just watching the Batman, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh no. Apparently, apparently, according to this, it says uh, uh, John Glenn in 1962 during the first orbital flight voided 27 ounces of pee with no advance warning just like i'm peeing i think i'm peeing i'm peeing uh, uh but he had, he, he had like a cu- roll-on cuff attached to a bag so he was ready yeah they were they were i was reading a lot about the roll-on cuff it's so funny i think there's just not many other occasions where someone would have measured the the volume of piss that someone does but 27 ounces is so funny because as soon as you said that i was like that's exactly right because if you've ever tried to piss in a Gatorade bottle on a road trip, it is like precisely if it's a 24 ounce Gatorade bottle, there are like three ounces mm. left over where you're like, oh, fuck, fuck. Like, you're just like looking around. You're like, give me that, give me that, give me that. <laughs> Which you've done the, you, you do a lot of road shows. I'm sure you've. Oh, yeah, man. You start looking around the car. That's exactly it. Especially in a rental. You're like. I don't. I, I'll, I'll just buy cologne. I don't think they can. Be, they can tell. Pick up some of that cologne at like a flying J. You know, the cologne that's just like more for like spring and a. It's like after you just got went in a shed or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're gonna spray this on your cargo after you had sex in the back of your truck. Um. Yeah. Well. I think this is all I, I I always love to learn anything like this where it's just like the stuff where scientists don't want you to know because it, of course it's just like yeah yeah they piss all over each other. it's not it's not what we're trying to talk <laughs> that's not the point of this interrupting the press conference so they just all pee all the time all over each other. well I guess I guess they're learning so that counts <laughs> yeah all the questions become about that yeah so how many pants do they go up there with <laughs> they, they change what's that's interesting because you know it relates to gravity which as we talked about it's like yeah, yeah no, i don't care about the math behind it. just tell me, tell me what's going on yeah what, what are the logistics here they, these guys are, these guys are diaped up or what's the catheter what's the, yeah. it's like, wow diaped up yeah well 
you know, I'll, I'll keep launching stuff out of yeah. here. I don't know. I, I feel like it only has to go wrong once before somebody just gets crushed by a falling thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I want to live near this shit, but yeah. Well, I imagine they're doing it somewhere in the. Uh, let's see. Let's see where it is. Uh, Arizona, yeah. probably. New Mexico, so close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, when you're going up that high, all it takes is if your angle's a little off. If you think back to like playing worms, you know, uh, you could uh, end up going pretty far. So yeah, it's just like I got worms. recruited by NASA because of how good I was at worms yeah. Armageddon. <laughs> <Right. Yeah. laughs> this guy's a king of trajectories. Like it's kind of like it's kind of like playing. You ever play worms? It's like really, yeah, like a okay, yeah. Spaceship's just like a holy hand grenade, you know. Yeah, it's just, exactly. You, just aim gotta, it. you don't want it to hit anywhere near your guys. It's like, yeah, your guys being anyone who's alive. That's the uh, <laughs> general goal. Well, now I'm going to Google and find out if Worms is still... They got to have, like, Worms on your phone by now, right? Can I play Worms? You got Worms on your phone? <laughs> hey, man, you got Worms on your phone? <laughs> uh, uh, yes, there is some. There is a all-caps Worms on... Uh, yes, so it's 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 there. So mm. check that out. Worms. If you're not familiar with worms, uh, it's fun. I don't know. It's the, one of those ones that was allowed in the computer lab, I feel like, right? Because mm. it wasn't like actually violent. Um, yeah, they just would, they'd be like, ah! but then you could like turn it on where it got violent or they cur- Oh, no. You always changed all of, because you could give the worms different accents because you could choose what, what country your worms were. And so everyone always chose Scottish because they'd be like, no, ah! when they blew up. Oh, that's Okay, that's a good bet. There was a, yeah. there was also a game that was and I forget what it was I, f- I can't remember what it was called but it was like something it's literally probably sitting in front of me on my childhood it's like desk, su- so uh, number munchers no um it's a uh, like math blaster math blaster is what no it's something physics uh, interactive physics or something like that but like the whole thing was you could like set up a guy riding a bike and then make him like crash really hard or something or like have there be no <laughs> gravity so he goes like flying up in the air and stuff that was the that yeah. was the, it, it was it was a lot of work but it, that was the one that I remember. Uh, Wanting to play uh, and never buy it. Was buying all worth it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I went to a public anyway. school in Jersey. We didn't have computers. We just had knives. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just try. You just you just threaten a smarter kid whenever you needed to calculate something. <laughs> hey, nerd! Hey, you want to help me out with this here? <laughs> like that's like the yeah, because you have the big guy who's so, like the enforcer, yeah. and then you got the little yeah. I've been reviewing your test results, and they are all identical. Good job. <laughs> That's how they do the classes. They, it's just an extortion class with one nerd in every class. And if you're unable to get the answers out of them, you fail. Well, we've made enemies in, in many states and countries today. I feel like that's a good good episode. Achievement. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's, uh, let's do some plugs. Plugs, 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 plugs. Everybody! Another failure to warn the guest about that one. Always, always nice. Yeah. Yes, Anthony, please plug away. Oh, sure. You can follow me on Instagram at comedian Anthony DeVito and on TikTok, same place. And then uh, please, for the love of God, subscribe to my YouTube channel so you can watch my YouTube special on uh, May 26th called Brain Noise. And um, uh, if you want, you can see my solo show. I'll be doing it at QED. It's called My Dad Isn't Danny DeVito on April 29th at 730. Sweet. Yeah. 
So do all those things. Anthony is uh, is great, and I look forward to seeing the special. I'm sorry that it's not coming in audio form due to uh, reasons that can't be discussed. <laughs> One day, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we are uh, patreon.com slash what a time pod. That's what we that's what we said. Uh, uh, that's where all the stuff is. Bonus episodes, live show video, commentary tracks for Roadhouse, Fate of the Furious, lives, past live streams, um, including... Uh, the Death Nut Challenge, when we ate the spicy nuts uh, and lived to tell the tale. Uh, or did we? Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, we got a live stream coming up, actually, uh, Thursday. This coming Thursday, the 21st, 8 p.m., patrons only. So, like I said, pony up the dough if you want to uh, watch us do uh, the stream. And, um, yeah. and it'll be posted. Somebody was asking me. So for we post the link to the live stream on the Patreon when we go live. It's a YouTube link. So if you're wondering where to find it, just uh, check the Patreon page when we're going live, and the link will be posted there for you to watch. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I think that's all the main stuff. Uh, for, uh, if you subscribe to the $5 level, you get free shipping on the big uh, what a time pod at bigcartel.com. All the links are in the description for all the stuff. So just just check all that out. And uh, I am Patty Moe and all the stuff. I don't have anything to plug myself. Yeah, um, I guess I don't really have much to plug. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Same thing, just Eli Uden, E-L-I-Y-U-D-I-N. Uh, if anybody came to that show that was on Tuesday, I was not there. I'm sorry. I had a close contact, and I'm a hero, so I protected everyone and saved them. Please sing the Enrique Iglesias song. But I will be doing that show again in, I think, two weeks, and I'll, I'll say something about it when it gets closer. Well, thanks, everybody, and thank you, Anthony. And, Kath, we'll see you once you escape the briny deep. Bye.